Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierre Strong, out of my good pals, uh, Dylan and Jimmy, but we have a special guest today, uh, Ava. Um, the funny thing is, is um, I think it was last week, I did an interview with my friend Jacob, and it's weird doing interview with people that you interact with on Twitter because you're just so used to their tweets and not actually interacting with them in person. And the thing about Ava is it seems like every time I log on to Twitter, she's got like some kind of banger going on. The one I remember yeah. the the one I remember the most is the the one where uh I think it was Steven Stamkos in the penalty box, and it's like <laughs> penalty for being Steve, and I'm pretty sure Steve Dangle quote tweeted it, which was so funny to me. Barstool stole it too, which is even oh, of course. <laughs> the ultimate crime there but uh we won't get into that actually, um, i think it's more of like you know you've done well because if a tweet does well then barstool's gonna steal i know my funny the favorite thing is when like a barstool will steal a tweet there's like one guy that put like day port noise a virgin so they'll like steal a video and then underneath they'll just say like day port noise a virgin or whatever which i which or they that just take least. it down and they're just like no free clout we're done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> taking everything away anyways um so yeah, you're a Winnipeg Jets fan, Ava, and I have to ask, like, um, were you a fan like as soon as they came back, or were you kind of like a fan like a few years after they came back for to Winnipeg? Because it was 2011; it's been 10 years now, which is crazy. So, yeah. just kind of want to know that. Actually, I didn't start watching hockey really until the 2018 playoff run the Jets won. On, oh yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of a crime because I live in Winnipeg too, and that's basically. Hockey is everything here. So I don't know how I managed to avoid it for so long. But I just kind of hopped on the bandwagon and unfortunately never got off. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're Blackhawks fans. And I feel like, at least on the ice, there's a ton of similarities with this team. Uh, You look at the goaltending, the past two Vesna winners with uh, Fleur and Hellebuck got a very potent offense. And then you kind of look at the defense. It's like, yeah, but then they've made improvements. 
uh, this yes. off season, uh, Winnipeg being uh, Dylan and Schmidt, just like our good pal uh, Dylan. <laughs> literally, it's like it's literally it's his first and last name, and it's spelled like perfect. It was so funny, and then like there will be like these these like NHL app tweets, and it's like the Winnipeg Jets have really bolstered their back end with Dylan Schmidt. I'm like, I said it to him every time. It's awesome, yeah. <laughs> but. Anyways, yeah, I feel like Chicago and Winnipeg are basically, again, on the ice, like basically the same team, just with those aspects. And um, what do you think? Uh, again, I did not prepare any notes for this, but uh, we were kind of we were kind of bringing this up before the show that Connor Hellebuck um, is uh, like <laughs> they'll go as far as he goes, and uh, and I and looking at their offense, I feel like their best player. You'll probably agree with me is Nikolai Ehlers. But then, um, yeah, we're so we're we're on the same page on that, and uh, uh, they got Shifley and Wheeler. But one player that's interesting to me is Pierre Luc Dubois because obviously they acquired him for Patrick Laine, which I know you're hurt over, but I feel like he has more to give than what he did last year. And just looking at last year with him having to go over the border and quarantine, it feels like he never got like a proper start to the season, like he just had a horrible season. B. You th- like how high do you think he can like how good do you think he can be for that team because I feel like if he's really good that just gives him like an extra like an extra forward to already really good forward core absolutely um I was actually kind of you know obviously I keep up with the Jets over the summer and from what I've heard Dubois is in much better shape like he has a better mindset going into the season especially getting the full like Winnipeg Jets training camp experience I feel like he's settled in now so I feel like if Dubois is on and he is playing up to his potential, I think that will definitely, it'll make the line a trade less painful, first of all. And it will, <laughs> it will definitely, it'll definitely help the offense. So if Dubois is good, I feel like the Jets will obviously definitely be helped by that. And does he, is he like, does he play center or wing? Like, is he better suited for the winger center? Cause I know the first line is probably going to be Connor, Shifley, and Wheeler. But after that, are they going to, are they going to roll with like Dubois, like Stastny and Ehlers? I don't know. Like, how is like, I guess the forward lineup's going to work there? That's a great question. Hmm. Um, I know Dubois is more comfortable playing center. That's just like how he plays. But Paul Maurice, our coach, is. Oh man, (laughs) that's a way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, um, You know, just Cole Perfetti on the third line, Nikolai Ehlers getting like 10 minutes a night. Just so whatever happens. That's you got to show him how to play the tough minutes, guys. Oh yeah, exactly. Not like he's our best player or anything. Yeah, he's better (laughs) in the top six role, like where he's literally should be for the rest of his career. No. Fair enough. Make him tougher. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like realistically speaking Paul Stastny will probably be our second line center even though he's <laughs> older than dinosaurs um <laughs> yeah you never know what this team it really all boils down to coaching which if you keep up with Jets Twitter at all <laughs> always be Paul Maurice doing this yeah he's he's so frustrating sometimes isn't he I'm pretty sure he's one of the most longest tenured coaches in the NHL like I'm pretty sure he's been there since like 2014 or something and he has like what is it the most losing record in NHL coaching history (laughs) that would not surprise me because he coached the Toronto Maple Leafs in the 2000s so just that right (laughs) there would get him up there worst losing percentage it would have to be most losses I would assume I don't know because he he did like in the 90s dude 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he coached the Hurricanes to the 2002 Cup final where they got smushed by the Red Wings. <laughs> yeah, so he, yeah, he's he's been around the block. Um I don't know, you guys have questions again. We're just, yeah. we're just <laughs> So um you you kind of brought up Perfetti earlier. I'm a little curious to see if who do you think could break out on the roster this year because I know kind of guys like Christian Besselinen have like gotten a look but they haven't gotten like a true look and then Perfetti looks like he might get a legit look this year. Uh, you still have Hainola on the back end. Like, I'm curious who you think could break out this year for the team. Yeah, all three of those guys that you mentioned, I feel like Veselainen, if he gets a fair shot, he has a wicked, like, Line-esque slap shot. Like, if you use Veselainen properly, especially on the power play, it is deadly. But one guy that not a lot of people outside of Winnipeg know about is Dylan Sandberg. And he's been in the Jets farm system for a few years now, never really had a look. He just got injured, which sucks so much because this probably would have been the year that he actually makes the lineup and gets played for some games. But if Dylan Sandberg comes back healthy, I'd say definitely keep an eye out for him because he could be a very promising defenseman. All right. I, I remember hearing Sandberg's name a couple of years ago. It's just like you said, he's just been in the farm. I feel like he was stuff. on the U.S. World Juniors team or something. Like I've heard of that before. It's oh, just. Yeah. I, and like, I guess another question would be because, like, I don't know, just from an outsider standpoint, since the Truba trade, it seems like both Truba and Morrissey haven't really found their game since they've been split apart from each other. Who yeah. do you think could be that uh, partner that could help Morrissey maybe get back to his old game? Is it maybe one of uh, Brendan Dillon or Nate Schmidt, or is it? I don't know if Neil Pionk was playing with him, but uh, just who do you think should who, who do you think could maybe bring out the best in his game and try to get that Morrissey back to his old um, old shape? Well. Pionk has actually been paired with Morrissey the majority of like the time since the Truba trade, which Pionk is awesome, but him and Morrissey's playing styles don't really go together. As you can see, Josh Morrissey has kind of been a dumpster fire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Dylan DeMello is one player that just, he plays well with anyone, especially like offensive defensemen like Josh Morrissey. So I feel like if DeMello kind of gets bounced between Hanola and Morrissey, that could do great things for both of them so I would really like to see him DeMello and Morrissey playing together oh yeah that would be that would be great and then like you could flip like you said flipping with Hanola and then that gives him the better presence to where he does he doesn't have to be afraid to like activate and stuff I know we did that with Boquist a couple times and yeah. when we had him he put him with a stay-at-home guy and he can just go take off and actually play his game exactly. I really hope Hanola gets a legit look because I felt like he was so good, and then they sent him down or sent him back to Finland a couple of years ago, and it was like, okay, well, Paul Maurice Masterclass <laughs> should be the year. Oh, should man. be every year. <laughs> oh, no, well, let's play Carl Dahlstrom over him or whatever, whoever <laughs> else they had. <laughs> yeah. Do you actually? I'm curious. You. Do you think Hanola Pia could be a thing for a bit? Because from my knowledge, Hanola is very responsible on both ends of the ice. Yes. And Pionk, from my knowledge, is solid on offense and isn't exactly the greatest in his own end. So mm-hmm. um, my question is, you know, um, uh, with those two, do you think their playing style could like complement each other pretty well? I think it depends on the context because Hanola is so young still. Like, I definitely think he's NHL ready, but he still has so much to learn. And even watching him during the preseason, like, I don't want to be too hard on him because in his defense, they did not play him at all enough last year. So he's missing on that NHL experience. So he does make mistakes a lot. And I think Mm -hmm. playing with Pionk, who is, you know, 
he's older now. He has a lot of experience. I think that yeah. could definitely help his game, especially teaching mm -hmm. him more. And I think since they're both kind of offensive minded defensemen, that would be really, really fun to watch. Like two little yeah. buttons on well, the ice. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of watch them play off each other a bit. Yeah. And they can either of them can be a cowboy whenever they want to and just totally right out there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when they lost Mason Appleton, like that was kind of like that, like he was a really good player, but at the same time, that forward depth is so crazy and that them keeping Dylan DeMello was a good thing because he's just such a, yes. a an underrated solid top four defenseman. I genuinely thought we were going to yeah. lose DeMello for free and I would have to not be a Jets fan anymore. Mm. Sorry, what, Jimmy? <laughs> DeMello is like the line you draw as a Jets fan. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, remember he was he was the biggest piece of that uh Carlson trade when it happened, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. It was the I mean, no, I was like Tierney yeah. and then turned just, to and Norris. Josh Norris. <laughs> yeah. Got a little bit better. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so but, I guess I was just gonna ask, um, where do you think the Jets are gonna slot in the central? Because we've talked about it for months on the show. We think the central's gonna be yeah, wide open this central. year. Other than so, Colorado, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're in a league of their own. I don't know. I feel like the Jets, the Blues, and the Wild are all going to be really close this year. Like, I, the Wild are kind of – sorry about that. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like all of these teams – yeah, you guys are right. This is going to be just kind of a free-for-all. Like, the Jets could either finish, like, second or last. Like, especially since Hellebuck had COVID over the summer and he's a new dad. Like, Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. I'm a little worried. I'll be it's honest. A lot. <laughs> and we do not have a backup goalie, so – yeah, who is their backup right? goalie? Is it Eric Conry? Oh my god! That's really fucking bad. Hopefully, Hellebuck's ready to play sixty games this year. At least, holy! He's eighty-two. What are you guys talking? Yeah. <laughs> not getting a rest. He probably would. Yeah. And of course, an extra sixteen when they go sixteen and zero to win the cup and bring the cup back to Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go old, old Winnipeg Jets of the mm. 90s. I just hope the Jets can put it together because ever since that 2018 run, it's like I feel like that blue series just like it put oh, like a man. mental it was so close. Like yeah. they they had so many. Oh my god, so many of those games they should have won, and it just especially it wasn't that game five. They're up to I hate to bring this up. like weren't they up like two nothing like, and then they blew it like in the final. Oh my god, I was cheering for them to win obviously because I hate St. Louis, but and, and then like oh yeah. And then last year they they swept Edmonton and I was, we were all sitting here like oh wow maybe this is you know Winnipeg's year and then you know the it's it, it kind of is like the the offense is so good but like if the offense goes cold you, the, oh, yeah. you Hellebuck can only do so much at that well point. they ran into their to be fair to them they ran into the juggernaut Habs who went on this time the final I, no, they so. ran into Carey Price let's be very real <laughs> yeah. here. they ran into Carey Price and Tyler. To fully wanted to go on a bender for the second round. I can't round. believe what the happened. disrespect to Ben Sherrod right now. Former oh Winnipeg Jets. Jets <laughs> legend. Yes. Armia is just sitting there. Was it two shorthand goals? My God, and Armia. That's <laughs> right. One was an oh, empty no. netter, but, you know. Hey, it counts. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Shifley really didn't so. help us out there. Absolutely killing Jake uh, Evans. Like, yeah, he, he's out for the start of the year, right? One game. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I thought it, I thought it was a couple more, but yeah, one game. Yeah, <laughs> it's such I a mean, slap on the wrist. Such <laughs> a like, dumb thing. Like I'm still. What was going through his head? Like, he just went 200 feet up the ice. And it's just what hockey players do. Brain to do. Like, jeez, they were getting, like you said, they they were getting embarrassed by 
the Montreal. Incident. Yeah, Montreal. So why is my cat on top of my chair? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think Violet's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh actually, my god you're actually actually mark actually, shifley okay. did it because <laughs> actually mark shifley has good analytics no. yeah i'm sorry I, like actually he's mark a shifley. nerd have you seen him watch <laughs> hockey games oh my god but oh he doesn't god. believe in analytics because apparently analytics <laughs> Wait, are he does hogwash it? he it's does like it? dylan strom dylan strom's the same way <laughs> Hey, guess what? It's almost like that's why you guys are both black holes defensively. Like, that's the thing. (laughs) They look at their own stats and they're like, yeah, this is bullshit. We got some breaking news on the podcast. James Neal has signed a one year, $750,000 deal with St. Louis. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, everyone for tuning in. What was he said? So we we get to see James Neal and Brandon Sod for a whole and year. Tyler Bozak on the same you? line. How, How fun. excited are you? That's my nightmare line. That's literally my. I need nightmare the Blues to stink right this there. year. I think we all can agree the Blues need to stink this year. I, I'm so over them. Jordan Bennington needs to be sub 900 again. Let's you just... know what? <laughs> you know what the Central Division is? It's like that quote from Moneyball. It's like we got the rich teams, and that's like that's Colorado. Then a bunch of other teams, and it's like basically other teams. <laughs> a pile of shit, and then it's Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the Central Division is. Right. Yeah. Coyotes oh, are Arizona's in the Central. Yeah, that's why you were like they could finish last. I was like, eh. I mean, I think Arizona might take the cake with that Fair one. Enough. Unless, Fair I mean, it, it could be the Andrew Ladd masterclass. Who knows? Apparently, hey, Louis Erickson's got like four goals in preseason too. Yeah, he's four count goals that in preseason. Like the Coyotes are drunk. Like get oh, someone, yeah. someone take them home. They're I done. <laughs> They're gonna have Erickson Ladd on the same line. That's and Roussel so and hot. Jay Beagle. Can't forget that's that. It's gonna be so hot. Oh my god. I need. I'm sorry. Like Arizona. Arizona versus Buffalo this year is going to be a new level of tank bowl we've never seen before. It's going to be amazing. Then Edmonton's going to miss the playoff by like one point and then get Edmonton's it. Gonna right. Tank. It's going to be great. No, 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 no. Pierce, they can't win the first overall pick. They'll get Brad Lambert. Don't worry. Pierce, if Edmonton goes on another short seven-game losing streak and fall out of the playoffs, that first-round pick could easily end up the first overall pick. Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> and voila. Edmonton wins, Edmonton wins Shane Wright. Voila. Oh my god, dude. We can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they can't. You can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That'd be what? Edmonton's like 10th first overall pick in the last 15 years. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's being too kind. It's more it. like 13. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like my favorite part about uh, Everly being on the crack, and now everyone's like, "Wow, Jordan Everly's actually good." I was like, "The guy was first overall pick once he's, upon a time." Like, he's <laughs> always been good. He's yeah. he's, he's always, got his haters in the media. He's always yeah. scored goals in the dying minutes against Russia in the World Juniors to inevitably be ruined by Pierre Maguire in the moment. Yeah, can you believe it though, Pierce? I can because Kalik and Ice the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian bench, they're crushed. So, I feel like we bring that up every podcast. We have to, so bro. Pierre Maguire is such a meme. Like, oh god, Ava, do you know? About I cannot. This? You know about this, right? Do I know about the World Junior call where where Jordan Eberle tied the game against Russia with like five seconds left? This is 2009 World Juniors, and I think it was the, okay, the semifinal okay. to go towards yep. the gold medal game. Yeah, yep, yep, I was gonna, I was gonna say either she knows or we have a great moment to show her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Gordon Miller with like one of the greatest calls in probably Canadian hockey history 
and just to be ruined by Pierre Maguire because Corey Miller's like, can you believe it? And then literally right after Pierre Maguire, I can because Kalik can ice. And he just goes on this long, long rant. And there's this, there's this video on YouTube <laughs> where it's the Gordon Miller call still, but then they just completely silence Pierre Maguire. So all you can hear is just the cheering of the crowd. And it's incredible. Like that would have been such... It was a great moment, but then it was just immediately ruined by Pierre Maguire. That's why the playoffs last year were great. Because, like, when he was commentating in the playoffs with, like, Forslund, Forslund would just, like, not listen to him half the time. (laughs) Pierre would, like, go on, like, a tangent about some dude's junior career, and he'd be like, that's great, Pierre. Anyways, (laughs) back to the ice. I bought this ready. Pierre was like, he said something like, we gotta look out for yada, yada, yada. And then John Forslund goes, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) I'll just dump the puck in, blah, blah, blah. Remember when he was interviewing Dustin Bufflin? He's like, thank you, Dustin Bufflin. Dustin Bufflin. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally his laugh. You're so weird, man. Oh, my gosh. Here's, like, the friend you invite just so he doesn't feel left out, you know? <laughs> That's, that was how NBC's been within the last, like, 10 you years. You have to, like, explain yeah. to your friends. You're like, yeah, but he doesn't really, like, know anybody. It'd be weird <laughs> if I told him, like, not to be part of the friend group, you know? Because, like, who does that? He's nice at heart. He means well. It's just you get lucky because an ESPN comes in, you don't have to kick him out. You just all get moved over to TNT. And so you, by default, lose Pierre. Plus, you still get to broadcast games. That's literally what the NBC <laughs> broadcast has done. They all went to TNT. And Pierre got a job with Ottawa. Yeah. 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 And um, Pierre doesn't get obviously a job. living and... the dream. So, yeah, I understand. Who wouldn't want to work in Ottawa? Dude, imagine going to a team and Pierre Dorian's a GM. And you still can't be the GM. Yeah. That's tough, man. You're the second best peer on the team. <laughs> Don't worry. When he gets Christopher Latang, he'll be the best one. Oh my god, Christopher Latang. His favorite player. Latang. Every time I hear Chris Latang's name, I just think of uh, 2016 when the uh, World Cup was happening and Hornquist scored, and then Latang just tweets horny. Absolutely <laughs> zero context. I mean, Crystal Tang and I aren't so different. Anyways, um, <laughs> if I was looking at Crystal Tang, listen, come on. Come no, on. He's, he's definitely a beautiful looking man. I'll give him beautiful that. Beautiful yeah. man. Got that Lord. nice, luscious locks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He has short hair and he's still beautiful, man. Exactly. <laughs> My God. Can me and Ava just talk about this for the rest of the podcast? Can I see it? Yeah. Anyways, uh, I was glad to come on. I'll leave now. No, no. <laughs> um, he struggled tweets. Um, tweets. Nothing will ever beat me being on hockey oh, struggle yeah, tweets with such <laughs> At least it's not that. eight years. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Dude, I was on hockey struggle tweets because when the Seth Jones trade is happening. I'm like, I saw the, I think it was the Darren Drager tweet where he's like, uh, Seth Jones, 9.5, seven years. And I quoted it with like, at least it's not seven years. And then literally the next tweet besides like, and then the next tweet is like, oh, sorry, my bad, eight years. (laughs) I have like 3,000 likes or something. I'm like, oh my God. There was somebody who made, this was great. Um, He got like, somebody reacted to the uh, eight times 9.5 and he's like, fuck. 9.5. 9.5. I would have been fine if it was under nine. And then Brian Lawton says, My bad, 8.95 per year. And he says, Okay, but still. And then Brian oh, Lawton no. says, Oh, my bad, 9.5 a year. And he Did he do that three oh, times? <laughs> yes. 
Oh my oh, god. Brian Lawton is just not someone I take seriously. Hey, that's former <laughs> like, Red Wings captain Brian Lawton to you. Former first of all pick Brian every Lawton. time on NHL network. It's so good. I'm pretty sure he's the first American to ever go first overall. I could be wrong on that, but he's definitely one of the first. Like Kane Leach. Brian Lawton. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane, and then oh Brian Lawton. Okay. <laughs> oh god. Uh, and I can't forget Rick DiPietro and uh, Eric we Johnson. We had two American players uh, in the first two that year, Pierce, in 2007. That's what made you a hockey In 2007, player. yes. Mm-hmm. Can't forget James Van Riemsdyk going second overall. Can't forget that. More size. You know, I see Patrick can get shoved around in front of that net, but JVR, no, no, no. He keeps his feet planted down. He's a tough Canadian-American <laughs> hockey player. Exactly. Canadian American hockey player. He's got that Albertan mindset, Schmitty. You can't teach that. He's an honorary Canadian citizen just because he plays tough like that. You know, it's just like, exactly. oh, they see you playing tough. It's like, oh, you're Canadian now. There you go. Here's Definitely. your. Pass. What are his legs for sixty? These Definitely. are the questions that need answers. No, I think that only belongs to Jonathan Taves. Only he can have. No, but you ask everyone. You need to ask everyone. What are your legs for sixty? Lake Lake Haver. The only yeah, analytics I follow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have what you been to Lake Taves? Yeah, before? I have. I've seen it. I know where his cabin is. That's crazy. I have wow. who's literally neighbors with him. Wow. That's actually nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Once the pocket's uh, hit, uh, up with the Addy. No. <laughs> we got an Uber to catch. It's so crazy. I would say we got a flight to catch, but there's no airplanes that go to Manitoba. Haha, <laughs> get <it> everyone here. <laughs> Never heard Why that do you one think before? I said Uber Pierce? Yeah. <laughs> no airport. I know. I'm. I'm so yeah. clever with the jokes. Am I like, Yeah, dude. No one's ever said that after a Jets loss Never. in the playoffs. No, don't worry. I'll. I'll take my. I'll take my. Uh, my polar bear to. Uh, to uh, Winnipeg. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What about your Meese, Pierce? My Meese. No, that's. He's. He's. Out. He's retired. He's retired. He, he oh. needs. He. Off. Exactly. He's got the Thanksgiving weekend <laughs> off. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Oh man, Pierce, we're just too funny. I don't know, <laughs> just three white guys, you know. Three, and then... yeah, three white guys. How could this go wrong? How? I saw this picture. It was like this. I swear, this is every. Uh, this oh, is I every. Know. This is every podcast, and it's like the the dad from Inside Out, the guy from Toy Story. I think it was two. The guy that owns like the toy store, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, and then the. Uh, and then the, the ginger fucker from Ratatouille. Yeah, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> AKA me. Yeah. Yeah, Shmini, that's so true. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is the biggest question. Do you think, who do you think is better, Winnipeg or Chicago? Oh. <laughs> Again, because they're just so even. I don't know. I feel like we have Hellebuck. You have Flurry. Mm-hmm. Very accomplished. The past two Vesna winners. Exactly. Except we have Logan Stanley. I was gonna bring that. Up. Arguably the best hockey player of all time. You know what? Um, no, I can't even. I can't even disagree with that. Yeah, we don't have Zadorov. Exactly. Close we lost Kevin David Zidorov Camp. Like, yeah. lost our grit. Yeah, you, know, you know, we should have gone the Calgary route and signed Zadorov and Branson. <laughs> what is Calgary doing, man? Calgary needs to be moved. Let's be honest. Calgary needs to be relegated. They're the one who needs to go back to Atlanta. Give the Blackhawks Magic a chuck and then just relegate the franchise. Everybody else (laughs) goes to the AHL. Exactly. Johnny Gaudreau. They're each other's farm teams. They can just like share players. 
Exactly. I'm pretty sure Winnipeg was close to having a Zadorov Stanley pairing. Right? Wasn't Don't Winnipeg even say that. Zadorov? Yeah. <laughs> I know Winnipeg wanted Zadorov last year. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, that would have been fun. I'd like to see Connor McDavid get past that one. I, I had to go through the Sherratt and like Myers, Sherratt, and Bullyu. Just, it was horrible. Oh, Tyler Myers. Oh, man. At least you guys didn't extend him. Every day. I mean, I have a Myers jersey, which. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, for whatever reason, Myers was much better in Winnipeg. He was fine as a third pairing defenseman, honestly. Which yeah. is a crazy thing. Six they, they could have him in Not a third pairing role. <laughs> yeah, That's the Jets, how deep that defense was. The Jets were something else when we weren't a dumpster fire. I mean, like, to be fair, we've been a dumpster fire the majority of the time we've been back <laughs> here, but. That one year where we didn't suck, that was special. No, I mean, they were up and up a little bit. And 2018 kind of felt like this baptism by fire for them. And they really had a bright future from there. I was so happy when they beat Nashville and owned Pecker in game seven. Yeah, because, well, there was that defense pieced together so perfectly. Mm -hmm. What was it? Was it Morrissey and Bufflin? That were together, I believe. Morris, Morrissey, Morrissey Truba, and then Morrissey Truba, so Bufflin, Enstrom, Myers. Oh my God, Toby! <laughs> Toby Enstrom was playing that year. Yeah, and then he was a healthy scratch in our last game, and then he didn't even show up to locker room cleanup because he was so upset. Ooh, yeah, I, I saw your tweet with Enstrom, and I'm like, did Enstrom even play when she was watching? I was so <laughs> lost there. Mm. No, he did play in 2017, 18. Yeah, wow. that was the first season I watched. My guy Toby. Oh. That's they should have made the cup final that year. Like, they literally just got Marc Andre Fleury. Vegas magic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that man. was that was insane. I, I I don't think I've seen many goalies play a better series than that. You have to yeah. go back to like. Oh, here's my cat if you can see her. Oh, yo, she's, <laughs> she's got something to say now. Yeah. We need to get Violet and Stevie on for a good talk. The world, the world is not ready for that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, she, I think they are. Yeah, she's just chilling right now. Just hanging out. Yeah. She's vibing. She just, she, vi- she vibing on the gaming chair. <laughs> I can respect That's it. <laughs> Stevie on the on the gaming chair, what's she going to do? Here's if I could sit on your gaming chair, I would sit on your gaming chair. You know what? I would love for you to do that. Like, seriously. I would love to see you in Canada. That would, I would love to see you in America, buddy. I would not like to see you in America. Don't ever do that. To me. <laughs> <laughs> ever come to my country? Ever? No, because then I no, because then you're in America, and I need you as far away from this dumpsters. The Olympics are oh, like so we're fast. so much better. Yeah. The nationalism here through the roof suddenly, in a couple months like in this chat. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> purity just what is it? Better. I'm pretty sure you tweeted the same. It's like, oh, I hate patriot. Like mm-hmm. patriotism is cringe, and it's like me when my when my country's playing hockey, and it's like a picture of a it's a pic- picture of a mountie on like a moose or something in the in the the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, it's, it's literally <laughs> the meme. It's literally the meme where it's like I hate America, and it's like Squidward with his hands on his side, and the next picture it's like a picture of him and SpongeBob, and it's like me when the U.S. wins anything. It's like me and Bestie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. The whole thing. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, the second I see Sidney Crosby in his Team Canada uniform, oh, it's it's gonna be good. It's over. <laughs> Mute me now. Unfollow me now. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Tyler the Creator's like unfollow me now. This is the only shit I'm gonna be talking about for the next week. <laughs> Literally. Is this gonna be your first Olympics, Ava, or did you watch 2014? 
I watched 2010 and 2014. I remember oh. the Golden Goal. I remember that. I Sorry, do too. I remember that. Okay, okay. The pass. <laughs> yeah. Now you're just yeah. here for another round. Just another round of gold. Yeah. Okay. You just get to watch hey, good the ridiculously thing. stacked forward court that is Team Canada. Good thing <laughs> Seth Jones is on the U.S. to stop that. Fuck off. Thank God. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> Thank God. My, my favorite. You guys have Connor Hellebuck, though. Okay. So you, you know what? Hellebuck. It equals out. Cool. Yeah. And we got Kyle Connor, too. So. And, oh, yeah. Hellebuck, that, and, like, literally, they can just be. And like probably Blake Wheeler, I would assume. Just, I, Kyle I would Connor, he's incredible. Blake Wheeler mm-hmm. and Neil, Neil Pionk, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. Stop. And then Trifle will make Team Canada. And then Ehlers is on Denmark, I believe, right? Yeah. And his dad is coaching it. His cousin's there. Oh, really? His dad was coaching. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think Heinz Ehlers is probably going to. Heinz Ehlers, I love that. (laughs) What a name. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's like a family reunion in Denmark. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, like, one of the last questions I have is who do you think is, like, your hottest take for making Canada's Olympic team? Because I feel like everyone's got that one name in their mind where it's like, I think this guy's going to make it. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Like, Canada, our fourth line is literally going to be, like, most countries' first lines. Because, like, that's... When John Tavares is... Canada's, B, Canada's <laughs> B team could be, probably, could, like, be comp- competitive with any country. Beat most literally. of them, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, that's a tough question. I feel like, I don't know, mm, if Carter Hart can not be absolutely horrible this year i think he has a chance because that'd be awesome like carrie price we'll see mark andre Fleury, maybe carter hart hopefully not jordan bennington i can't bring myself oh my god it, it's over if he if he you're doubting jordan uh, bennington going to team canada i uh, can't can't forget brent burns too He'll join oh, yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drew Doughty is gonna be here regardless. Yeah, and Duncan no, Keith. Oh. Duncan Keith will get like two assists in the first because I'm pretty sure they have to make the 55 man, like man roster on I think next Friday. So yep. Duncan Keith's gonna get like two assists in the first game. Like, yeah, I've seen it all. He's coming. He's gonna be on the list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His analytics yeah. are gonna not be to- like dog water for two games. They're just gonna be like, Craig oh my gosh. No, but I no, but I think Craig buttons right. No, but I think the biggest question is: Does Zach Hyman make Team Canada with Connor McDavid, just like Chris Kunitz and Sidney Crosby? Yeah, no. Chris Kunitz. Like, if anyone ever tells you that Sidney Crosby's not a generational talent, he made Chris Kunitz so much fucking money. He won a gold medal. He won an Olympic Cups. gold medal, and he won <laughs> like, four Stanley Cups just for playing with Sidney Crosby. Like, <laughs> and he got to play with us for a year. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the glory tour <laughs> for Chris Kunitz and the gang. Him and Cam Ward just going on their journeyman tour. Just and I know shelled by every team. I know, and I know we complain about the Blackhawks now, but I saw the forward lines from like twenty. I think it was twenty eighteen nineteen, and the first line was like Kunitz, Taze Dabrinka, and then like Andreas oh, Martinson was like on the third line the third with Artem <laughs> <laughs> we could be, we could be worse. Marcus Kruger was on that team. Like it Brandon was- Manning got regular minutes. Oh my gosh! Winville willed that team to like was it eight zero oh, and four or something? six? It was six six, six and three, and, six, and then of yeah, course he got fired because he, they lost like three in a row or something. The power battle, the power struggle. That's like the whole thing with Bowman and. Quinville is hilarious to me. Like Bowman tried to fire him after they won the cup in 20, uh, 2013. Yeah, I'm pretty right? sure it was 2012. They, what an idiot. Then they do 2012. <laughs> like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 
it's hilarious the power struggle that was with the Blackhawks. Like, at least it sounds like with the Jets, it's like Shovel Dayoff's finally coming out of his zone to start making moves. Cause like, mm-hmm. I feel like for the longest time, he just kind of like sit back and then like, you know, there was the Evander Kane trade and stuff. But like, the Dubois trade was huge. He needed to do something. I think that could still bounce back. He mm-hmm. made the right, like, you can't get free agents to sign in Winnipeg. So might as well go pick up defensemen and trade. Yeah. And they got two very good ones, in my opinion. Like, I, I can't think Nate Schmidt's going to be as bad as he was last year. And he um, was on Vancouver. He will be better. (laughs) Like, like we talk about all the time. I think we just give everyone that had a bad year last year, the benefit of the doubt because COVID and like, just you're in an odd division and stuff. Everything's new. You're only playing the same teams every night, but like, I think, I think Winnipeg's got a real chance to make some noise if they're healthy. Like that's the key. Like they got to be healthy and like, not going to lie, if Andrew Kopp can do a little bit of what he did last year, that's going to help the bottom six a bunch. Like, oh, man. I didn't. I did not think Andrew Kopp had that kind of offense in him last year. Yeah, Andrew Kopp. I feel like the Jets just kind of have players that, like, know, but, like, who the heck is Jansen Harkins? No one outside of Winnipeg knows who he is, right? <laughs> I believe in the heart. He yeah. is, like... He's I, believe, I didn't know who he was until he scored that one goal. I yeah. really did not know who that is. I believe in hockey circles, they call that Mark Donk and Buzz Flibbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got like uh, David Gustafson, I think. <laughs> like, Tanner Carroll. Tanner Carroll. Oh my God. Dallas star Tanner Carroll. There's something about hockey players in their last name named Gustafson. You know, they just always yeah. do really well. David Gustafson. Threw me I off the first time I saw David Gustafson. I was like, Winnipeg's cat friendly so much last year that I eventually knew David Gustafson was <laughs> on the Jets. Besides that, I have no idea who he is or what he does. He's decent too. It's just Paul Maurice hates him for some reason. Like it seems like Paul Maurice hates like which is like their guys player. So yeah, if you're know. under six feet tall, if you're not a big defenseman who can't skate, <laughs> and if you're under 24 years old, he will hate you. I'm sorry. Man. I'm Damn, Christian Veselainen, you almost had it. Yep. <laughs> One more yeah. year. Billy Hainal is five foot ten. He's never going to see the ice ever again. Damn genetics. Always biting me in the ass. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> oh, probably. Paul Maurice would enjoy most of the PJ's cast. <laughs> yeah, he, that begs the question: the, Does he listen? He enjoyed the P and the S, Jimmy. Exactly. The J might have to get a little extra work in because of his height. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know so I think would have enjoyed the PJ's cast. I think the Zodiac Killer would have enjoyed the PJ's Gary. cast. No, he would have yeah. said fallen off plus uh fucking hostile better because <laughs> he has an opinion on everything and he's apparently a fucking cinephile, which is mm. by far the funniest thing I've heard all week. I'm sorry. Have you you've seen that, right, Ava? His Ted Bundy yeah. review. Oh, yep. it's fucking fantastic. Like this dude literally spent the last 10 years of his life critiquing serial killer movies as a serial killer. I just think that is the stupidest, like that is the most fucking 2021 shit we're gonna see all year like come on he saw zodiac i can't like no not hope dude he saw zodiac and oh you know he saw zodiac and he was probably just like overrated as fuck in my opinion literally (laughs) mid he was literally a vikings fan so i feel like that explains a lot Mm. he fits right into the vikings fan base he he saw the herschel walker trade and he was just like well all right here we go Stop. It was, it was, I saw t- I, like the tweets I saw from that were so funny because I saw one. Could you imagine like him going to the theater with some friends and then after like seeing Zodiac and then like him going home and he's like, all right, stay safe, all. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there's another one. It's like, imagine searching for the most infamous, like one of the most infamous, infamous serial killers for like half a century and then you find out his name is Gary. <laughs> 
Like, that was just Some so funny. Gary, like. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the funniest part is, too, like, did you see the thing of the guy who was friends with him posted on Facebook? He was like, after he died, he's like, miss you, man. The real Zodiac. And this shit was from like 2018. And they oh just found it on Facebook. I was like, okay, guys, like, I get it's like a, like a closed case, somewhere, but like, you got to at least kind of look into that mm. a little. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> Coincidence that he died in the jet stop being good? Hmm. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence he died in Vegas, came into the league. I don't know. We went one, one from one cancer to another. I don't know. Exactly. Actually, yeah, I think he's I think he's the guy who actually runs Vegas' Twitter account. That's what it oh, was. Yeah. That it. Oh, what, what was the tweet? How many goals we finna get this? Oh my god. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like, whoa, I love whoa, when whoa, NHL curious. teams are trying to what? do with their social medias and like be super interactive with fans because like that's how you get engagement rates up. But I swear to God, Vegas does it the wrong way every time. They're kind of oh, cringe. Losing by three at the second intermission. Post puppy, puppy pictures. Puppy <laughs> big eyes. Shut up. <laughs> you are a professional hockey team. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It, it's like yesterday when the Blackhawks, like the White Sox were losing like already in the game. And then the Blackhawks posted under the thing. They were like, oh, well, let's go, guys. And it was like midway through the game and everyone trolled them into deleting the tweet. They were just like, of you course. guys are fucking 30 minutes late. Like, what are you doing? Like, Stop being an embarrassment. <laughs> that could apply to a lot of things for the Blackhawks. But anyways, I, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Chris Kunitz, I was thinking about that, man. Imagine like. Crosby does all that for you. Does all oh that my for God. You. Crosby does all that for you, all just to end up in the Blackhawks front office. That's all that it gets you. Oh my God. That's Chris tough. Curtis is the reason Flurry didn't like not come, or the reason Flurry came, by the way. Talked with the Blackhawks front office. I mean, it isn't a lie, but <laughs> just. I miss you, man. I fucking hate this place. Just stay with us, please. We need someone to talk to, you know? <laughs> it's like Jake Gensel to the rest of the Penguins locker room right now as everyone's getting hurt. Or actually, he's hurt too. So now it's just like Kasperi Kapanen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't like... Gensel's out with COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Kasperi Kapanen is the picture of Will Smith walking to the open room and no one else is there. Yep. <laughs> Guys? Hello? Yeah, where's my where are my teammates? Where are my line mates? It's just him and Jason Zucker and Goalie Teddy just Bluger. Said, and left, except the whole team did that. <laughs> except Tristan Jari, he's here to stick around. <laughs> he's here to stick around and have like an eight seventy five save percentage all year. <laughs> well, then Crosby's wow. gonna like will that team to the playoffs somehow. Crosby's gonna play goalie. Super Crosby, Super Malkin. <laughs> which one are we gonna get first? Literally. Like. I wish it would like the Hawks do that sometimes when like Tazen can't get hurt. The other one goes like superhuman mode. Like, I don't know if the Jets do that when someone gets hurt, but like, I swear if Crosby's out or Malkin's out, the other one just like scores at two points a yeah, game. That was Tane last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tane was freakishly insane for the first like two thirds of the season. Yeah. yeah. I think DeBrinka can do that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. When someone on the Jets get hurt, like they just kind of curl up and die. It's, it's really sad. I, I mean, I guess they aren't so different. Like, if Ehlers is hurt, cancel the season. We're absolutely going to get destroyed. The just collectively yeah. do that. It's I, I always just sit here and I'm like, why don't they put Ehlers with Connor and Shifley just once? But, like, I, clearly it's a thing. with uh, Clearly Blake Wheeler's a mental midget in my eyes because this sounds like the whole reason Patrick Line left because he didn't want to get off his wing. It's yeah. like... Blake Wheeler is 600 years old. I love him to pieces. He was great in his prime, but he's 600 years old and he's <laughs> not a first liner. Like... No. 
Oh, and it's so frustrating. He literally, like, from everything it sounds like from what Patrick Line said, Blake Wheeler was one of the reasons he got just drove out the door. So, like, just, yeah, just yeah. just take away a guy who can score 50 in his sleep and would literally help you as a playmaker. No, but I don't want to – no, number one right wing is my spot. He needs to leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the Jets have this weird, like, culture around their team. It's, like, superiority complex. Mm. It's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's really old, bad. It's, it's old man hockey. Shifley and Wheeler. That's the issue with our team. Shife is, I don't know, man. Yeah, Shife seems like a character. Yeah. I love me some Shifley within fantasy, but that's about it. Yeah, (laughs) I just just get shoved into a locker, honestly. Like, yeah. Someone get this nerd in his place. Yeah, absolutely. No, but they just fill the locker room with a bunch of 6'4 dudes. They can't shove them in lockers. Exactly. (laughs) And they got Adam Lowry (laughs) being security. Yeah, Andrew Copsville. Boss around Shifley. Yeah, well, I got Logan Stanley. So, what are you gonna do about so it? So true. Gosh. Love that guy. Yeah. We all need us a Logan Stanley. Exactly. Erica Branson for some veteran leadership. That's what it is. <laughs> Erica <laughs> Branson needs to not be in the NHL anymore. I'm sorry. What do you mean? He's a former third overall pick. That's his like golden ticket to life. <laughs> I thought he retired like five years ago. If we're being totally honest, like how I thought he was before? just gonna call it quits, and then last year Nashville was like, "Nope, this is our deadline." I need to trade a 2023 20, seventh round pick for him at the trade exactly. deadline. That's our big bad. move. It was was like right after the deadline. It was like the last deals coming. It's like, oh, Mantha got traded for Verona. Oh, and then Gabranson got traded for 2023 seventh. Eric got traded for a seventh rounder in 2022. Yeah, and he played in the Stanley Cup final. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, man. Also, Nashville can go suck one this year. They need to stay. Yeah, exactly. Like they have, they they were the most boring team to watch last year, coming from an organization that played them eight times. Like that kind of that kind of team needs to not be in the league anymore. Yeah, they, it's low. Yeah, it's the John I mean, Hines offense. It's terrible. Literally anywhere else, UC Soros is too fun to be stuck in Nashville. Exactly, that's my opinion. It's too good. Yeah, like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I was promised a Matias at home trade to Winnipeg, and that never happened. So <laughs> we I too them. many times about this trade. Yes, too many times. I just don't get how like Ekholm doesn't get traded, and mm-hmm. even though he was in the talks forever, and then Ryan Ellis ends up being the first one of those guys leaving. Yeah, like, Philly. That makes no <laughs> that makes, fucking sense. Makes though. no sense. Ekholm's <laughs> right at the perfect place to trade him, and the biggest thing too is they didn't even get the haul for Ellis that they could have gotten for Ekholm because it doesn't <laughs> make sense roster wise to trade Ellis. Yeah. at all Ekholm would have been- no no Cody Glass because they immediately traded him like yeah dude no like, that was even more funny Ekholm Ekholm Pionk Ekholm DeMello that's disgusting that would be that's awesome disgusting. but yeah. nah, Nashville hates me no. <laughs> Nashville's done a lot of terrible things to you as a fan that now that I just realized that that's yeah I, I-, I mean beating them in seven never forget that that was, that was fun. So this that is from fun. Arthur Staple yeah, of The Athletic. Always. Barry Trot says Lou Lamorello isn't quite finished assembling the roster. Iles may be looking for landing spots in a trade for some of their extra guys. Rosters have no to be said Monday at 5 p.m. No, no beards allowed. That, yeah, that literally is Lou Lamorello's way of saying, who am I going to fleece to take Cal Clarebrook's contract? Or <laughs> what do you mean? Then that, that lose, they lose their identity line. He would never do oh, that. Sorry, no, they have, to trade, Na- they have to trade Anthony yeah. Bovillier. Sorry. My no, Nathan Bovillier. Nathan Bovillier. Come on, dude. <laughs> Even Steve Dangle player. said that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a long... Yeah, because they yeah, got to make room I, for Zach yeah. Parise. Exactly. <laughs> 
And Eric Gustafson. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I was listening to the Nine Steve Dangle podcast. <laughs> Who wants it? And yes, I'm giving it away. So please share, share, share. <laughs> I was listening to Steve Dangle podcast and they were previewing the National Predators. And one thing I heard was that they lost their, I think it was their two of their three best goal scorers with uh victor arvidsson and cali yarncrook last year who the fuck is going to score goals on that team and i'm like roman yes yossi. roman yossi is going to play forward that's Yakov Trenin. finally yeah. the prophecy Ooh. piece tanner 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 janelle is going to score thing, yeah yossi was on the second line he was set to be on the second line and no no they had to take this take that away from us so definitely getting that this year Hold up. I'm actually going to look at their roster. They have Tolvanen. They have Forsberg. And, and who else? You're going to... Yossi, of course. Oh, no. They got 13-point Matt Duchesne and 8-goal Ryan Johansson. Don't worry, guys. They're fine. Oh, yeah, 16 mil tied up between those two guys. What was it? 8 goals for Johansson, so 8 goals or... So <laughs> a, million, a million for a goal, yeah. <laughs> they... Like, Nashville doesn't get enough slack for how bad they've no. come out in trades the last few years. Like, they got the worst part of that Colorado trade for Duchesne. Like, they got tourists who they literally guys? had for maybe a year. I'm pretty sure they're out. paying, like, $2 million against the buyout for, like, the next few years. Yep. They, they lost Sam Gerard in that trade. Like, yeah. Just bad. They, just bad They, they definitely just have bad. people who can score goals. They just have a lot of guys who can't score many. <laughs> a lot of middle six guys. That's okay. They're not, they're not bad players. Yeah, it's fine by everyone else over. in the Central. We're good. Yeah, Love they can stay. Their fans are annoying as shit. I love when they call Cam Ward Corey Crawford in this chance. It's great. <laughs> Still my favorite. They'll be believe. losing like 7 nothing, and they'll start chanting the goalie. Like, girl, sit down. It's just a bunch of Vanderbilt fans. It's exactly what it is. Like, I, I'm a huge college football fan, and it's just a bunch of college football fans watching hockey. And it's like, that's fine at times. It's just, you know, it's like college football. You're going to get your ass kicked sometimes. So... <laughs> You just got to be ready for that. It's like Vegas hasn't been able to accept that either. Like when they lose, they don't take it well at all. Yeah, and Vegas like fans. Spoiled. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think they're worse than loose fans, honestly. Like. Yeah. I know. Pretty insufferable. No. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, listen. I can listen, joke with somebody, loose fans at least. Vegas fans cannot take fan. a joke. Hey. Hey, hey, You're a Leafs fan? No way, dude. You know what? Actually, Leafs I have a Leafs jersey on my wall. Leafs fans are way worse. Leafs fans are so, so much worse than anybody else. And there's no... Leafs, listen, Leafs Vegas fans don't send death threats listen, Vegas like, on fans, people's Instagram. Here's the thing. So. Vegas fans are stupid. Okay, they're stupid. They're, yes. not, they're not intelligent in being a fan yet. A lot of them. Um, Leafs fans are... Leafs fans. Yeah, like they're they're, their own category. There's so (laughs) much happening there with Vegas fans. There's like it's the fact it's like the brain is this like this small, right? Like you're like there's not much there. Leafs fans, there's so much happening there, and I need them to always shut the fuck up. Like I, (laughs) I don't associate with most Leafs fans. It's horrible. My new favorite with Leafs fans is um toxic. My new favorite is they all think they can fix Alex Nylander, which is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. That is my like. I'm sorry, the NHL has such a the NHL is such a complex of like, I don't know, like what is it, what is it like the school shooter, but the one girl's like, I can fix him. Like that's literally the N- NHL with fucking shitty prospects. So you're saying Alex Nandler's a school shooter? Really? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. oh yeah, no, that's basically <laughs> the thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I was fucking going But like that thought process is literally how the NHL looks at prospects and it's terrible. 
Like, oh no, my gosh. No. The fact that if Nylander gets put on waivers, there's at least three teams that want to take a risk. Arizona wants to. I can't believe Arizona he's going to make sense. That's the he's, only one that makes he's sense. He's going to play with Shane Beagle, Louis Erickson. Let's go. No, <laughs> he's going to play with Nick Schmaltz, bro. They're going to make the full old Chicago No line. way. No, imagine <laughs> if, like, here's a new game I like to play. And it's imagine if Leafs fans had this roster, right? <laughs> like, Leafs fans find anything. They find any, every roster is either the worst was- roster in the league and Dubas needs to be hung and like, mm-hmm. you know, they need to like throw tomatoes at him in the middle of the city. Or <laughs> it's like, they're going to the cup final and plan the parades. Michael Bunting is going to keep shooting a thousand million percent or whatever. David Kampf um, yeah. is their third line center. Their yeah, shutdown Josh Hosting is Josh Hosting's going to like be a 60 point player finally. And like, why? Even though he signed an HL every, contract. <laughs> every fucking con, every, Brendan Manella is going to be a top four defense when he was on waivers. I saw Fred saying that. No, it's always that. Uh, Brendan Manella is going to be a top four defense when he got put on waivers. No. I I just can't wait to hear when Jack Campbell doesn't have like a 950 save percentage, what they're going to say. Because he's not going to be as good as he was last year. Yeah, when he doesn't win 10 games in a row, they're going to like send him out of the city. It's hyper. Everything they, they everything is a. It's under a microscope in Toronto. Like Freddie Anderson, watch him be great in Carolina. No, but it's now. the fans. Oh, I don't like. It's the media too. It's the media. The media. So they just talk yeah. about Toronto because they and know what the gets clicks. Just latch onto it. Austin Matthews is going to Red Lobster with Jack Campbell. No uh, way. <laughs> literally, like the world could be like on fire. Like there's a meteor coming. We're all gonna die. And Canadian. Like media would be like, but how does this affect the Mitch Marner contract? <laughs> yeah, what was it? Sign the Barkoff extension, and then it's like you check trending Mitch Marner. <laughs> Every time anything happens, oh like my gosh, oh that's, my also, God. That that's also happen. my favorite. That with the Leafs. They can love everything with their team. They'll shit on Mitch Marner immediately. Everything Literally. could be going great, and they'll just be like, "Fuck Mitch Marner, he could die." <laughs> Mitch like, Marner could score the Stanley Cup winning hey, goal, hey, and they'd be like, "Get him out of my, my city." Kind of Disgusting. Music. No, but he still makes too much. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I will. So I will bash Leafs fans for any like bullshit they do. No, I don't like Mitch Marner. That's my. That's my one stance. I won't go on Twitter and cry about him for you know. Or send death uh, threats to him. Oh you God. can hate him as a player, oh, no. not as no, a. No, it was like when when he was on like his like the private jet with his uh, fiance or whatever, and everyone was just like, he should be in the gym, and I'm just like, you guys need to get off. This man's Jesus getting Christ. engaged when he just lost in the first round. What? And these it's people are like, he needs to be you don't training. get to get married this year. You don't make eleven million. <laughs> you gotta want to come first before you do that. You know, Bobby Bond. Yeah, you got you, know, you gotta you know, get the cup ring first. <laughs> Before you get the actual yeah. ring, yeah. Any objections? Up, like the entire Leafs fan base storms through the wedding venue. Actually, <laughs> actually, until he gets out of the first round, six. he does not. <laughs> oh. See what he did in Game Six? Actually, no. He someone like pulls up the footage, like pull up the footage, pull up the footage. <laughs> is this your? Is this your husband? The man sulking <laughs> in the penalty box. It's like, oh my god, rough. No. Yeah, I would do it. Do I it. feel bad for Mitch sometimes, but at the same time, you're making 11 mil. So just he's making everything. fuck you money. So he's making fuck you money. Like you could do it. Like isn't that some new angle line? He's making fuck you money. Yep, I yeah. love that. I anything that anything over like eight mil in the NHL is fuck you money. Like <laughs> yep. you have that contract, you better be worth it. Looking at you, Blake Wheeler. <laughs> oh, you don't even need to say that. <laughs> 
Yes. And the worst part was the Jets offered him more, but he was like, no, I'm humble. I will only take 10 of your millions. I'm humble. I'm humble. Literally. I'm only going to lock the top line right wing spot for the next eight years. It literally, he makes such a big deal out of it too. He's like, guys, I'm doing it for the city. I'm doing it for the fans. Like, Blake. You're one of the most expensive players in the league, and you're 800 years old. Like, seriously. <laughs> Wait a and it's like, that's the thing, too. Like, though, his game is never going to go away because he's a playmaker. It's just like he's literally as slow as molasses. It is just oh terrible. And the Connor Shifley Wheeler line is like, defensively, is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It makes me cry. It makes me want to vomit. It's so bad. I mean, it could be worse. You could have such jokes on your. I'm literally vomiting. That's it, could, really it could be worse. You got Seth Jones on your team till 2030. Like, that's not a real year. That's insane. Not You're a real saying year. that he's not a Norris-level defenseman? What are you talking about? I'm sorry. Man. Apparently, you don't have, have read eyes. any of Barstool Chiefs' mm-hmm. tweets. Are you not educating yourself? What is this? My favorite was like, uh, I'm pretty man. sure he said yesterday, he was like, man, you know, all these analytic pages had the Blackhawks oh. not making the playoffs. It seems odd to me. And it's like, huh, it's almost like their two most expensive no, players are analytic black holes. But let's just not get into that. Everything <laughs> about the Blackhawks, nothing about the Blackhawks is going to be good with statistics, analytics, all that. None of that's going to look good. Because what are they... Remember? What did they have... Silly graphs. What have they have proven over the past few years that they're good? At least you guys have, like, championships. You know what? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Jets are just the Thrashers, man. The Thrashers. that's true yeah. that's true yeah. when will they learn i'm only the atlanta thrashers like i saw they sold out like a preseason game this year is I was it like, that picture of, uh, of ken holland and like pete shirelli you, did, you didn't like, kill, the kill the man and uh, you, you can't kill, kill the idea, idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the jets and the thrashers oh my god they're still there blake wheeler was a thrasher they're that's still crazy. there so was marion hosa Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mark was a coyote. And Keith Kachuk. Not a lot of people remember that. Keith Blake, Chelios. Chris Chelios. Yeah. Blake, Blake Wheeler <laughs> was a Boston Blake. Bruin as well. Yeah, he was. And Boston was like, no, nah, we don't need him. We need Rich Peverly, who will die on the bench and come back and play for us. That's like kind of leadership. Yeah, they traded. They traded Joe Thorne. They traded Phil Kessel. Like they, they traded Tyler a whole Sagan. first one. Yeah. <laughs> Like they don't like uh, Dougie don't Hamilton. They know when uh-huh. to ship someone. They know when to ship a guy out the door if they need to. Like I give them props. Like they know when it's not like they ship Lucic out the door, which I think got slept on a lot because they literally shipped him off at probably the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the good one. Yeah, yeah that was like the, the ultimate fleece is... by the by the Bruins. They literally they got fucking they traded Lucic for Martin Jones, then flipped Martin That's Jones right. right back to the Sharks. <laughs> and it was good there forever, ever, all men. Yeah, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. Multiple exactly. multiple Veznas, a couple yeah, cups. Yeah. He beat the Penguins, right? In the cup? No. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. That's tough. We all, we all love that time when the Penguins didn't go back-to-back. That was so great when they didn't do that. that I love crazy. when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals twice and Colton Sisson scored in Game 6 of the 2017 Stanley Cup Final. Oh, and P.K. Subban scored in Game 1. That's right. That? No yeah. offside yeah. review. I remember that. No, nothing. No. I can't stand Nashville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They didn't make like the uh remember those old those old commercials, the uh the make history bullshit they would do in like the Man. late two thousands commercials. Yeah. yeah, they need to do that with the PK Subban's offsides goal. I honestly think we just need more <laughs> analytics of how many days these people have been on Earth. I think we need yeah. more graphics. <laughs> Combined like, days on Earth. It's an all time oh graphic. Who authorized like, that? Like no, what are the people almost... at Sportsnet doing when they have free time? It's like 
Sydney Cross. Almost Carrie Price. <laughs> Dylan, remember the uh, Philip Rivers kids? The amounts of kids. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, they would, like yeah. did the stack comparison with that Joe Burrow or something. Oh my god! <laughs> Number of like, kids: thirteen, zero. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, like twenty years old too. Oh yeah, Joe Burrow, twenty years old, zero kids. Not twenty years old, but <laughs> definitely not. That's what I'm worried about. There's not much veteran leadership there. He hasn't exactly. really been there, done that in that life in the game of life. So you can't get it done. The big, you can't get it. You can't get it done when it matters. Exactly. Yeah, Colin can't corner. seem to finish when it really matters. That's the problem. He doesn't have the finishing ability. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) What a great time to end things off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's end it off on that. Oh my (laughs) god, man. So yeah, we're we're a hockey podcast, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Um before we go, I would put you on the spot. What's your central division standings? Oh, I wrote it down actually. Wow. You came prepared unlike us. I made a whole note sheet and everything. Like I'm Wow, you should be you should be charging us like $150 for your appearance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's about five hundred dollars for every minute that passes. So I don't know how long for every do. minute of research. We got that interest rate, bro. We gotta we gotta put that into the numbers real quick. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Joining the athletic? What? <laughs> <laughs> I have the abs step. first, obviously. Yeah. I have the blues and the jets kind of interchangeable for a second. Then I have the Wild and the Blackhawks kind of interchangeable. <laughs> then I have the Preds and the Stars. And then way 10,000 tiers below, I have the Coyotes. There's 50, like feet, of, yeah, there's 50 feet of shit, and then there's yeah. Arizona. <laughs> it's like the team that has Louis Erickson. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Like, it's uh, nice. What do you mean? He has four goals in preseason. That disrespect. Honestly. Sorry, that's that more, true. Four more preseason goals than I'll ever have. So it's going to be hilarious, too, with the Coyotes, because like this is going to be the year Clayton Keller finally puts it together and gets like seven yeah. points, and no one's going to care. Because it's like Arizona's terrible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I told you, don't sleep on my boy Clayton Keller, man. Oh and Jacob Chickren's going to have to carry like, the corpse of Anton Strong. almost as many goals as Seth Jones, Clayton Keller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. One of my that's favorite stats. <laughs> oh, it's literally a sandwich. Like you got the two pieces of bread with Colorado and Arizona. You know <laughs> yeah, how that's gonna be, but you can assemble the middle of it however the hell you want. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a total like shuffle. No one's gonna know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. It's just if someone actually gets the standings right one through eight, they should like get a gold star because that's oh, gonna be a just... gold star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put them on the wall like SpongeBob. But um... exactly, <laughs> good noodle award. Or good noodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Oh man. So uh, to sum everything up, we've talked about the central division as a sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, it's fucking a sandwich. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I think we can end it off here. We've been rambling on for long enough. So thank you, Ava, for coming on. Um, it was nice to just discuss random shit and yeah. hockey every once in a while. But I think it's going to be interesting this year. Again, the Blackhawks and the Jets, there's just so much similarities, again, on ice stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting. I think I honestly think that like there's going to be a lot of close and interesting games with them, and um, I'm looking forward to it. And also... Mm-hmm. The Olympics as well, when we get to cheer against the U.S. (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, our patriotism, yeah, uh, patriotism for 60 will be through the roof when that. <laughs> Who has the higher patriotism? Yeah, you might, li- you might win the gold medal game, but we'll win the deserve meter and that's all that matters. I know that you that's guys, all that matters at the end of the day, exactly. Yeah. Yes, I know you've tried we may have lost the war. We may have lost the battle, but we won the war. Sorry, Jimmy, what? When Seth Jones is out there against McKinnon and McDavid, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the thought. Don't want to about to stop it. Oh, my God. Brian Suter. Oh no. God. No, it's going to be Renski and Jones. Baby. <laughs> But then we'll combat. We'll combat that with like Keith and Dowdy. <laughs> no, Morgan Riley and Drew Dowdy. Come on. No, Darn Darnell Nurse played uh, close to sixty minutes oh, once. Yeah. He's got to be in Nurse. There. there we go. I remember that game. We gotta have our sixty minute right. defenseman. We got Seth Jones. It's only right you have Darnell Nurse. That's true. <laughs> and they both signed mega extensions over nine million dollars in the off season. So yeah, mm-hmm. at least Darnell Nurse scores goals. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. again thank you everyone for tuning in to whatever the hell this was and enjoy whatever whatever day you're listening to this on peace out y'all also yeah happy thanksgiving to canadians bye